Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. MGT does not substitute for medical, financial or legal advice. cheat codes to the simulation today we have Devin on the show aka the black airbender and he is the pioneer of alchemy breathwork which looks at healing with breath consciousness energy and fasting in the electromagnetic world there's point a and point b in the scalar world there's only one point zero point energy Point A represents the universe in the electromagnetic world. There's a lag time going to point B, but in a scalar wave world, everything is interconnected. No lag time. Way before solar panels became a thing, he understood that the new power plants are the stars. In the beginning years, Nikola Tesla started with AC electricity. Then he built a scalar tower in Long Island, New York. Tesla discovered scalar energy, a five-dimensional energy. So if you look at Tesla's Wardenclyffe Towers, there is no electrical wires because the new wiring system is the universe because it's an infinite source of energy because that is our nature. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello there. How are you? I'm electric and you? Oh, yeah, just trying to disperse the energies. We're like, I'm actually very electric today. So if I'm a little more frenetic and not my sassy self, forgive me in advance. (laughs) All good. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, for having me. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Yeah, we just think you're so incredible with all of the things that you do so we would love to hear your ascension journey and like your lifestyle and where are you at the moment it looks so sunny and beautiful oh i'm here in miami miami florida stunning very lucky looks gorgeous there thank you yeah so um to begin with it all started with uh california when i lost everything to a business partner out there and uh, when I lost everything, I had to sell my laptop literally for, for gas to literally drive back uh, cross country all the way back home. The and- part of me wants to know what happened, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lots of money was lost, basically. Um, yeah, when I came back to the place we were staying, uh, long story short, and then. I went to Chinatown and they were giving a bigu ceremony. But my main point of going to Chinatown was seeing uh, Bruce Lee's statue. And because it was always on my list to do so. And we almost worked with uh, his daughter to make this huge organite pyramid with like Bruce Lee kicking and with crystals in there and stuff like that. So we were also in the organite business at that point in time. Oh, wow. And yeah, and they had a community center there, and I wanted to see what all the fuss was about. A lot of people were going in and out, so I went over there, and they were giving a bigu ceremony, uh, uh, seminar, sorry. And the seminar, uh, bigu is literally a Taoist energy cultivation practice uh, where you don't need, quote-unquote, dense foods at a certain point on your journey. It's not even to become a, quote-unquote, main, uh, the main point isn't to become a, quote-unquote, main breatharian, but the main point is to feel energy in the body to the point where, you know, breatharianism technically is a byproduct at that point in time. And I told uh, my Sifu, who became my Sifu at the time, what I was going through. And he literally took me under his wing for a very long time, almost half a year. And every day uh, was hours and hours of training. And even before I did my whole, my first breath work, um, uh, my first breathwork journey with him, he had me fast for two weeks straight. I've never 
fasted that long before on liquids and we went into you, a two hour sorry to session. I was gonna oh, say good. had you had you fasted did you go straight into a two week yeah he had fast? me go st straight into it yeah he had wow. me go straight into it for, for for two weeks straight um he guided me here and there um didn't really do too much breath work um he just gave me little tips here and there and the main point was to um go through emotional uh releases and then uh the main event was that two-hour session to initiate me quote unquote at that point in time and to get my whole journey started and after that uh we did a full month together after a full month he asked me would you want to be initiated at this point into the bigu practice and at that point in time also uh he never he never really conformed to the dogma uh, within Bigu. He was, you could say he was a pioneer in, in that aspect. And that's when his own Sifu said, yeah, you, you surpassed me because you didn't restrict yourself into dogmatic laws within, within Bigu. And even I broke away from dogmatic laws that even he coached and, and teach. And, and he, even he took uh, some lessons from that. Um, so from that point in time, I got initiated and I took everything I learned within that practice, mixed it with sacred geometry. And at that point in time, also, I was going to a lot of science fairs in California. So I was blessed to be in certain particular circles of even NASA scholars and, and people of that nature and got to pick their brain, even on breathing at that point in time before I left. So I took everything I learned and created what I call alchemy breathwork. I love that. I think that's what's so um, appealing is that you've got like the science and the spiritual and you've like merged it. So that really speaks. We, we love that. Like we, yeah. we love merging that. Um, I, we have to ask like the pyramid. I feel like that's going to be something that everyone is going to be very curious about. Tell us, <laughs> tell us all about that. So uh, this Pyramid Company in particular was made by Dr. Fred Bell, who's a NASA scholar himself. And uh, he organ plated this. So it's not just metal plated. So organ plating is basically uh, crystallizing uh, different types of crystals all into dust and powdering it on and then adding, adding the metal and ionizing the gold and copper together. Uh, I have two different ones. I have one that's gold and one that's actually diamond plated. Oh, wow. wow. That's, so, that's so bougie. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fun functional jewelry, as yeah. you say. <laughs> like that's, some, that's some drip. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and they did a study where they had a bunch of fruits and vegetables underneath the pyramid, and it lasted a lot longer versus outside the pyramid. So it helps with cellular generation, helps yeah. block EMF radiation, Oh, that's, yeah. oh my gosh, my brother would love that. Like yeah. he's like all about the 5G at the moment. <laughs> I need to get him a pyramid. So um, with, the, with the pyramid, is that essentially like your own, I guess, portable organite? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, for sure. fabulous. I've got an organite in my bedroom. Um, my partner's like, what the F is this? I'm like, it protects you while you sleep from the EMFs. <laughs> but um, that's so wicked that you can like actually wear it and like go around with it. Have you noticed a difference since? Oh wearing? yeah, uh, big time. Um, I even sent my Sifu one and, and he said, yeah, this is definitely helping you. <laughs> like in what <laughs> way? Like, can you just, do you feel more uh, clear headed or? Uh, breath work in general is deeper for sure mm -hmm. in terms of meditation in general. Um, when I go into big crowds, I definitely feel a protect, uh, even a more protective bubble around me. Oh and even God, before getting, that. yeah, even before getting the pyramid, I would actually do a pyramid meditation and imagine a, a pyramid energy around me expanding, contracting. And I attracted this company to me and I'm working with them. <laughs> wow. Very wonderful. When, um, when you say about the pyramid, just quickly so usually when people talk about like a protective like wrapping um a lot of people speak about like a bubble but you keep speaking about like a pyramid is there a reason why it's a pyramid like the geometry yeah. side of it 
even even within our DNA, in terms of how um, the clusters of cells are brought together, it's actually in a pyramid formation. Oh. So it harmonizes with the cells within all the way down to the cellular level. And you can even attest it to the astral level as well. When I, when I did um, astral imaging uh, before and after the pyramid, there's tons of pictures like that. And you can definitely see how it definitely affects the aura and, and helps strengthen uh, your energy in that aspect. Is that, um, is that because it's like half of a Merkaba, like to help? Yeah. <laughs> You could I say feel that. Like my yeah. portal's going like way crazy today. I'm like, ah, my energy. No. <laughs> I didn't have a big enough um, rock today to like keep me keep me in this dimension. Um, what was I going to say? Um, that yeah, like I find that so interesting. Like, do you have you do you ever not wear it now? Uh, when I go to sleep, yeah, or. Um... Yeah, when I go to sleep, or I like to say rest instead of sleep, because I only sleep or rest like three to four hours. That's so wild. I actually heard um, Grub from the Garden talk about that, like as you become like more um, light and like less density that you like need less sleep. And I've always, <laughs> I'm actually not a huge sleeper myself, but um, had, like, did that start straight away or like? Oh, no, 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 no. Um... It, it took a gradual time to even get to that point uh, where I can even, I don't even sleep flat. I sometimes sleep upright. Stop so it literally, yeah, it literally becomes a meditation in that, in that aspect. And that took a long time uh, to get to that point. Oh, that's wild. I, I don't know if I imagine this, but did I see that you had like a, a big one as well that you sometimes. Yep. I, I literally sleep under that or rest oh under God. that. Where can I get one of those? <laughs> I don't, unfortunately, I don't sell them anymore, um, but I can definitely guide you to some resources via yes. just text me DM and I'll, I'll send that to you. Perfect. Yeah, I actually did see that as well. And I was like, oh, dreamy. I need oh, that. That's so fun. <laughs> yes, cool. Um, so how long have like I, I feel like I saw that you have been a breathitarian for four years and it's almost like everyone that I like talk and tell them about you they're like no nah, I don't believe that like it's four <laughs> years so like how do you um I guess like explain to people that you can survive without eating yeah well I don't well, the, oh, the main point of explaining. So in, in terms of explaining it, uh, we can look at it at, at a biophotonic aspect where uh, beyond food, the body needs, quote unquote, biophotons to survive beyond whatever you think about nutrients, everything you know or think about nutrients that really stems from biophotonic energy. And biophotons is literally coming from the sun, from the ether. And if you don't have biophotons, you die. Literally, you die. So there's so many studies out there where they study monks in, in terms of meditation and how their biophotonic energy goes up. So if you have less blockages in the body and your main quote unquote food source or energy source is for me and in, in my point in time, uh, breathing and specific uh, parasympathetic style of breathing where it lowers inflammation, thus increasing blood flow, thus increasing assimilating aspects of your blood to assimilate more biophotonic energy that is the main basic simplistic way I could explain how I'm surviving and still actually growing in mass as well yeah and, and I there, mean like people that would see you right now and hearing that you solely live on breath alone would be like you know, you, you're not small, you know, your, your bones aren't protruding out of you. So I feel like people that don't really know much about this, are going to be looking at you and being like, surely not. But I mean, it is right. Like the whole, the grounding, the sun, the breath, it is all essentially nourishment and food for us. Yeah, specifically the breath, because the breath is the guiding aspect of what carries the biophotonic energy or the energy around you. Uh, there was one person that I worked with. He stopped taking vitamin D pills and six months he did breath. Uh, he did blood work afterwards and he had more vitamin D readings than he ever had before. He didn't even change his diet as much. 
The only thing that mainly changed was his breathing. And that goes to show you our gut is mainly for assimilating more, more energy from around you. And he barely even went out in the sun because he lives in a cold country. That is so wild to me, but like, I totally believe it. Like we, um, we recently did an extended fast. Um, and yeah, for me as well, like the breath work, the first time I did an overnight, someone was like, do the breath work right before you go to sleep. Cause I could never make an overnight fast. And I was, I'd always get to like midnight and be like, Oh, <laughs> help me. <laughs> hungry. And then like, yeah, I did the breath work and it was just insane. Like how, like how much it doesn't make you hungry. How many hours would you do breath work for a day? Like what's a typical day for you? Uh, to the outside looking in, you could say six hours, but in, in hindsight, if you, if you ever really wanna dive into alchemy, technically the whole day, cause there's also mental breath work, there's quantum breath work, there's color breathing. There's all different aspects of, of, of breath work in that, in that sense. And that's what I, that's my main point in sharing this with the world in terms of breath consciousness. It's, you know, a lot of people view breath work in a one dimensional way. But when you go even deeper into the breath and what it can truly offer, you tend to um, utilize it as even a teacher in itself. I always have this saying, the breath itself is still teaching me till this day. That's how humble I am to it because it really is a quote unquote living entity. And when you build a deeper relationship with it, it can guide you to things you've never thought possible whatsoever. And even my Sifu took that. He's like, whoa. <laughs> Amazing. You just said color breathing. What is that? So color breathing is um, you're, you're assimilating colors with the breath in a sense, and it really has helped people who are schizophrenic. So something simple as uh, let's say I'm looking at green for an, in for instance, or I'm looking at the sky that's blue. So as I'm inhaling, I'm saying I'm inhaling blue healing energy. And as I'm exhaling, I'm exhaling blue healing energy. And as you're seeing it, you're also feeling it. And we all know how feeling is such a powerful tool in itself, right? So the other factor is the truth. And they're finding that when you tell the truth, uh, you actually build up more neuroplasticity in your brain. It's, it actually lowers inflammation in the brain as well. So that goes to show you there's a growing factor, quote unquote, in telling the truth. And as you experiencing it, as you're doing it, you're not lying to yourself, right? Because you know you're, you yourself is breathing in this exact moment in time and you're harmonizing with the inhale and the exhale at the same time with the color. And the color is universal. Even when I work with people who are colorblind, that, they actually, um, it assimilates into their life a lot faster because some of them only see a certain shade of colors. So um, that goes to show you how deep our subconscious is and colors is so universal no matter where you go. I had this one guy, um, who has to, who unfortunately has to deal with his ex-wife because kids and stuff and and uh, it got it got so bad where um police are all the time involved and you know she would press certain buttons on him so i've been working with him for about two weeks and then when he finally sees his wife and she would have certain triggers he was such in awe because he didn't get triggered he started crying because all he could think of was the color she was wearing and just harmonizing with that back and forth. Wow. So that goes to show you how powerful color, color therapy and utilizing alchemy breathwork in this way is such a powerful tool. That's so wild. Like, I think um, you've just connected more dots for me. It's like, it's actually so wild how, you know, there's like all these different modalities, but then they like merge as well. So I'm just like a bit mind blown right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's the first time I've heard of color breathing before, but I, um, I've got this thing with rainbows, like literally rainbows follow me everywhere. That's why I was like, colors, <laughs> please tell me more. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, literally colors and mushrooms are my thing. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot, almost every other day we see rainbows here in uh, Miami a lot. Yeah, I feel like rainbows follow me wherever I go as well. And, but it's almost like, on so I'll see a rainbow I'll be like oh look I'm a rainbow and with whoever I'm with they'll look they'll be like oh and then it would like just go and I'm like it 
it was for me. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny because like since reconnecting with Monique, I st- I've started seeing rainbows as well. And like today there was like the most random, I didn't get my phone out in time, but like <laughs> it was like this little half, like half rainbow in like the middle of the sky. And it was just like this little tiny, like, I was just like, ah, mm. and then it was like gone. I was like, no. <laughs> oh man, M- mirror Neurons, that's, that's what we all have as, as individuals and how our body connects way beyond the, the conscious mind can even comprehend. You know, it's just like if, if you're with your partner for such a long time, you start mimicking, you know, a little of their habits, how they talk a little bit and how they go around words. Uh, it's just like, um, I say this when you're watching like a scary movie or something, you know, um, they're, ch- they're running after the, the, skiller, the, the killer or whatever, you know, someone's whatever. And your heart starts beating at the same time. And you wonder why, right? Because your body doesn't know the difference in terms of another human body. And it's really mi- mimicking uh, the chemical factors that, that, that your, your mind can only comprehend to such, to such an extent, you know, because we're chemical-based beings at a, at a certain point, right? So that's how powerful mirror neurons is. And uh, we found uh, that the sound of my breath produces high points of theta and alpha. Uh, to the brain and we tried using other people's breath but it didn't do the same thing so that was a that was also a smack to my face in the sense of of how uh, powerful embodiment uh, really is and uh, the uh, responsibility that people like me or people like you guys have in terms of sharing uh, with the world it's so true right like I guess like um yeah like I guess it's it's we're we're sort of out of our comfort zone like we're quite new on the journey so we were like oh um how can we sort of like spread the word without like being like a know-it-all so it's like do you know what we just have to like live the truth and embody like everything that we're like talking about so um yeah we've we reconnected recently during doing breath work actually like we saw um someone online and and it kind of just yeah it was it was actually so insane like that was the first that was like one of the most integral things in making um our 10 day fast as well like I I think Mon did eight um and yeah but it was just insane how like when you take breath work seriously how it just elevates you and like takes you to places that you you know you've never been like I know for me I had like the most trippiest experiences and like it's just like you never know what you're gonna get basically (laughs) whether you're gonna cry or like just be completely out of it or (laughs) yeah I tell people because alchemy breathwork is mainly nasal breathing and I tell people hey if you gotta let out the snot let it out if you gotta cry if you gotta fart let it all out (laughs) absolutely well what's your thoughts on um nasal breathing versus like obviously mouth breathing there is a few techniques that are out there that um use solely mouth breathing for me personally it feels unnatural the nasal breathing feels better for me but I know that some people are really big on the mouth breathing as well so what's your thoughts on the two different types and or do you use both of them Uh, I mainly use nasal breathing alchemy is 99 percent nasal breathing if anything uh, there's only like one specific aspect of it where we would use the mouth, but it's, it's very minimal and it's practical, makes sense. Yeah. But um, I look at it this way, um, with even talking, talking in itself is basically loud breaths. We're literally putting molecular structures together to create the sound, as they say. So in hindsight, you're already technically doing mouth breathing in this aspect. And anytime you use your mouth, your sinuses turn off. And your sinuses don't just end here at your nose. It goes all the way under your eyes, all the way on top of your eyebrows, going closer to what? The brain. So why would I want to turn off the sinuses that connect me to quote unquote higher consciousness in that aspect, right? So when it comes to nasal breathing, also you're, the, it's a direct correlation straight to uh, the bronchial tube and your lungs. With mouth breathing, there's always gonna be a lag because there's no direct connection. It goes into the chest a little bit and then even if any, a little bit of air goes into the lungs. So if anything, if you are mouth breathing sometimes, you're mainly breathing with the chest versus uh, your lungs. So even people who are even paraplegic when I work with them, uh, nasal breathing is so ideal and so powerful because you can have 
Um, disformity is in your body in a, in a certain way, but if you're purely nasal breathing, you're building up strength um, wherever you have blockages that is causing that quote unquote deformities to really open up those blockages and, and allow it because it's going straight into the lungs, no matter what, how your position is. And it's just going to straighten uh, those uh, blockages immediately, if anything. I had one lady on Clubhouse actually. I was doing the breath work and she said, oh my God, I can feel my legs. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm paraplegic. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and just, yeah, wild. just that alone. Wow. That's how powerful it is. One thing I've noticed between <laughs> mouth breathers and nasal breathers is the facial structure. Yeah, we always have like yes. this joke. We're like, oh, you're a mouth breather. You're a mouth breather. <laughs> <laughs> because they, do, they have no real definition and structure to their facial features and neck mm -hmm. and, and jawbone. Is that because, why, why would that be? So um, there's a study that says if you're snoring or you're mouth breathing at nighttime, your increase of heart attack actually goes up 14%. That's wow. also another reason wow. why I'm saying nasal breathing is definitely superior in a sense because your, your nose was made for breathing. Your mouth was made for eating or singing or talking, if anything. Not, so, not for <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Not for eating. Yeah. Not for, eating. <laughs> for some people. <laughs> it's like when but, I um, master my emotional eating, it's over for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> yeah, but but they did it. They did a study as well. They they followed this fourteen year old all the way to his adult life, and he's a chronic mouth breather. And you can see the deformities of his facial features like um, worsen for the, for the better in terms of how his his chin starts to sag and all that. So if mouth breathing does that on the outside, can you imagine what it's doing to the inside long term? You know, when I talk to people who do um, different styles of breath work in terms of mouth breathing, I said, sure, you, you do feel that energy spike here and there. But if you really look at it in the long term, what's actually happening when you are doing mouth breathing or um, uh, sympathetic styles of breathing is your cortisol level is always rising. No matter all the other benefits, sure, is rising too, but at the end of the day, why would you want to increase your cortisol level in the long term? You're gonna pay for it, whether you like it or not. It, yeah. It's and I and I see it, I see it with you know well-known quote-unquote breath workers who do mouth breathing. You unfortunately was, see how they're aging. I was gonna ask so, you about what you thought about that actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there it is. We don't have to name any names, but yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said it <laughs> because I, I thought the same thing like um for me like I have um PTSD so it was like getting my nervous system under control is like a daily battle honestly it's like you know one thing could like set me off and trying to like get it back into you know control is like so so hard sometimes so like when I you know, would do these other styles, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to be like in that state. I like to do breath work to bring me, you know, to calm mm -hmm. <laughs> versus, but yeah. Yeah, when, when, you, when you have anxiety, when you have um, all, um, anything that brings up stress, what are you most likely doing? You're holding your breath. Aha, like, why would you want to exercise that to, to a certain extent? Why? I, I don't, and, and alchemy, we don't actually hold, we, do, we don't actually do any breath holding. Uh, if anything, you hold we hold it all. No, nope. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it's so like I find it. Um, I, like I haven't quite mastered like all the different styles and um, yeah. So what like what would um I guess for our followers as well like that are you know brand new and are probably only like um familiar with like the more you know mainstream styles of breath work. Like what would they expect? Oh man, um they can expect it where they can do the breath work almost all day long because it's a parasympathetic style of breathing where you're exercising at that point more of your willpower versus uh, the sympathetic style of breathing. You most likely will have seizures, pass out. You, you guys probably seen that. 
uh, when it comes to that style of breathing. <laughs> I was like, I think I've done that multiple times. <laughs> I like wake up but, and but I'm that, like, hang but, on, what? <laughs> that, that tell, that's also telling you, you know, your body can only take so much of um, flooding, even flooding yourself with oxygen because you're, we're, not car we're not oxygen based beings, we're carbon based beings. So when you can learn how to build up carbon receptors in the body, the easier it is to assimilate even the little amount of oxygen you may have. A lot of people ask me, how do you walk around in the city and, and still thrive on, on, uh, on a liquid-based uh, lifestyle? And I'm like, well, when you have more efficiency with your breathing, you can really thrive anywhere. I work with people who um, go hike, hiking in the mountains a lot and they don't need to bring their oxygen tank anymore because they got to the point where they can take in little oxygen, but they can utilize it efficiently. It's not the more you breathe, the less you need. It's the more efficiently you breathe, the less you need. Well, that's why. Because 90% because of our atoms is carbon-based. So the more you can strengthen those carbon, carbon uh, molecular structures, the easier it is for carbon to attach to the oxygen and bring it straight to the brain. Do you find when people are with you, um, like for the first time that they don't know how to breathe, like even properly, it's almost like we've been trained not to breathe properly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, um, it's such a wild, I love, I love every type of reaction I get from that specifically with people just like that, because it really opens their eyes and really shows them the power of uh, breathing in different styles and just giving more reverence to the breath in this way as well. And it's a beautiful thing to just be part of anyone's breath journey. It really is. Absolutely. Oh, I want to do it. I know. I feel like I've um, <laughs> been doing the breath work all wrong. Yeah, I know. Well, maybe not all wrong, but well, like, it's obviously. Like, it's like entry level. And yes. then it's like, you get like exactly. different levels for yeah, different levels of ascension, right? So yes, exactly. I yeah, feel like I'm yeah, ready to level up. <laughs> so when, when you do your classes, just for the people listening as well like do you do one-on-one -on -one classes or is it like a um online thing yeah so so there's two different options in terms of i still do one-on-ones i'm one of the few people out there in the world that will literally breathe with you for a whole year oh, I love <laughs> literally that. I love so that. um <laughs> <laughs> i needed that today <laughs> and then we and then and then we have breath family which is the, the members group. It's filled with tutorials, uh, group chat, and we also have classes in there, Zoom calls, and uh, the private Instagram page that's filled with like 30-day challenges. And literally, in the, even the Instagram page alone, it, there's over 150 plus videos just being waiting to utilize. And uh, when you join Breath Family as well, you get uh, the subliminal breathwork music that comes with uh, anything I anytime I release something new it's automatically put on there so you get to download it immediately and even have like the one hour versions versus the three minute versions that I put out in public so that's a huge plus I've seen um, really help and that also helps with people who are um, that may even have some traumatic events when doing breath work you know like we we're going back to the mouth breathing maybe some people out there you know never even want to try it again right so I tell them hey well just try listening to the subliminal breathwork music and that will at least help you um, go into nasal breathing too versus the mouth breathing and also help you with your breathing patterns in the subconscious way. We found that uh, one of the main reasons why I even made it public and started making subliminal breathwork music with the new band that I have called Brett Trio. I saw uh, that. I, <laughs> I just saw the page. I was like, oh, amazing. <laughs> Uh, we had, I had a friend who his uncle was on a respirator and the nurses finally turned off the TV. I don't know why they have TVs in hospitals and stuff, but they turned off the TV and they played the sublime breathwork music on repeat for about three weeks straight. And when he got off the respirator, he could literally do the exact same breathing patterns that he was listening to this whole entire time. Wow. So music yeah, is that, so powerful i have to ask like what um uh like what is like the basis of the music like do you use certain frequencies or like yeah so the basic is 
basis of it is definitely my breath because we found again my breath produces high points of theta and alpha in the brain um, and just you hearing someone breathe like that going back to the mirror neurons you know sometimes I'll breathe so deep in the in the in the music too that you know you want to breathe <laughs> really deep in that sense and it really helps influence it's like you're breathing as multiple people all at once and and um, it's 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 really powerful in that essence but uh, we embedded uh, C-sharp as the bass, and C-sharp is really the Earth's frequency, and it's one of the main frequencies that I love because it doesn't need to be too loud um, for you to get the benefits, and it can be very subliminal because the Earth's frequency is already emanating from the Earth already, so when you even turn it on on a speaker, and we even try this, and you yell, you can hear like it latch on to the frequency and have like an interesting echo effect. Oh, wow. Uh, Love that. To oh, that. I need because, to try this. <laughs> yeah, all it's doing is it's just harmonizing what's already happening with the earth, you know, emanating that frequency and focusing it into one um, atmosphere. So that's a basis of it. And the, the recent one I just put out is um, breathing confidence. And, in, and we put it out in 528 hertz, which is the human DNA. And it's really powerful in that essence. I even made subliminal breath work for COVID. I made one for pregnant mothers. I made, wow. I made one for fasting. And the, and the fasting one was actually a group um, breath work session I did with Breath Family. Uh, everyone apparently was on a liquid fast. I'm like, oh, okay, we can definitely use this because going back to the whole embodiment aspect of it, you know, we're embedding that into the music. That's what music is. It carries a frequency. And I have a saying, what you do frequently is your frequency, as they say. Oh, I love that. I like oh. that as well. I need this fasting um, music because I'm currently three days into my liquid fast and <laughs> I feel like it's really going to benefit me. <laughs> yeah, so here's, a gr- here's a great tip. Here's a great tip uh, for you. Anytime you drink, literally play it. Play it and that will subconsciously, you know, um, quote unquote, train yourself also turning music into food is that well in that sense as well i'm gonna try it you know i um i almost can't function without music to be honest like Mm. my um building manager would be like you literally don't go anywhere without your music playing and i'm like (laughs) sorry (laughs) it's literally like therapy hey yeah because it just takes you on such like a roller coaster as well depending on what you're listening to it just enhances that feeling so much more. It can almost like, it's like a release. Like if you needing to get something out, maybe like emotional wise, you listen to a certain song and you finally like let That's the literally how flow. I, literally how I cry. Yeah, you feel like amazing oh. afterwards. You feel cleared. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't think people realize the like power in music. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just so powerful. The... The Rife machine that I saw on your page, like, can you tell us about that? <laughs> yeah, so uh, William Rife is uh, someone who utilized uh, frequency back in the, either in the, the 1800s and 1900s, not sure which is every time, but um, he helped heal uh, people with ailments, cancer, and he had frequencies specifically for each different ailment uh, you could think of. And it even got to the point where we were so close for it to be uh, in the hospitals and things of that nature. But you know how big pharma works and yeah. they, did what, they did what they did. Uh, and, and I got to experience it with uh, plasma and, and light therapy. And that was a really psychedelic experience in itself. It was really, really powerful um, using the plasma frequency into the body that way and utilizing the light as a combination. And that's what ancient Egypt literally did too. If you, they have certain, they have certain um, scriptures literally plated on the walls of Egypt and you see huge light bulbs and that's really the plasma bulbs that that's actually in the machine as well. And I got to experience that and I'm, I'm gonna actually bring it into uh, the Breath Ascension Retreat this November. So that, that was a surprise that I, I uh, released early. I was going to surprise him, but I said, everyone's asking, like, are you going to bring it? I was like, yeah, I'm going to bring everyone there. I was <laughs> so, like, I need to get to, did you say, is it in Miami in November, did you say? Yeah, it's in Miami, yeah. Oh, I'm going to, like, put that to the universe. Take yeah. Me to, <laughs> take me to Miami. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, the, the, the first one we're doing here is already sold out, but I'm going to make an announcement most likely February oh. is the next one most likely. So we'll see. Oh, heaven. I, yeah, no, I'm like, I'm such a huge believer in like energy healing. Um, I've, you know, always sort of looked, I, I guess my first sort of taste of it was Louise Hay. So ever since then, I'm like, I'm going to heal myself metaphysically. So like, I've <laughs> always sort of like experimented with different things. But yeah, I think it's just such a huge area that people just don't know anything about. And um, yeah, I just love that you're, you have like so much so much to learn on your page like what other cheat codes have you got for us <laughs> um red light therapy is a huge one uh specifically for this day and age because uh not many of us can go outside and be naked which we should be if you can do it get your genitals some sunlight because it barely gets any sunlight so uh the main healing factor that comes from the sun is infrared and uh, even on my website, there's on the biohacking page, uh, there's a link straight to it. And there's portable, there's a portable infrared. That, that was like my main one that I definitely wanted to share with people. I'm like, this thing is portable. So I need the portable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, living in the, living in the cities, act. it's actually, well, it's so funny. Cause like my little brother, I told my little brother that he has to sun his genitals. So he'll be like, <laughs> I've got like I'm doing it like <laughs> like sending like a photo of me at the sun and his legs but it's like as a girl and like I live in the city with like you know there's like nowhere to I have no backyard mm -hmm. like there's like literally nowhere so I need one of those as well <laughs> yeah it's a, it's such a big hack I'm like oh I can finally do it in the private of my home and really get the benefits from it and and some people live in colder climates during the winter time they barely can really go outside right so yeah there you go that's well, a like huge hack melbourne like we barely get the sun so it's like you know you get like 10 minutes and you're like quickly trying to get outside so yeah i think that's gonna be like gonna definitely oh, melbourne australia yeah really i thought it was always warm over there oh, oh not in the like winter four, we get like four seasons in one day like you just never know what you're oh get. wow yeah. okay like sometimes it's like well sometimes it's sunny in the winter and you're like like last year it was like the whole of winter I was waiting for it to get like really crap and it just never did and like this year it's just a bit all over the place like you just never know what you're gonna get but I think so, that in, in, so in the winter time do you guys wear like coats and stuff like that is it yeah. is that cold oh wow Where I, I am it's not as cold like you'd put a jumper on maybe but like not like a coat coat yeah my, Monique lives in like a tropical place like you basically like I'm just oh, okay. like, I'm literally in like the dungeon near Antarctica <laughs> <laughs> no it's like Melbourne's beautiful it's, it's a bit hard at the moment like we um we've been in lockdown for like 18 months basically so mm. yeah like trying to get that sun is it's like the only thing that sort of keeps keeps me going basically <laughs> But, um, but yeah, no, it's so wild. Um, I guess like to go with like the sunning of um, your genitals, like I've noticed a lot of divine masculines doing like the semen retention. Like, is that something that you also do? Oh, definitely. If I didn't, I'd probably be deteriorating at this point on this journey. <laughs> I love that you said that. Like, tell tell the males why they need to. Yeah, I feel like yeah. they need to really hear it from a male because they don't listen to the females. They actually just like, think I'm joking when I say yeah. it. I'm like, dude, that's yeah. your life force. <laughs> uh, so semen retention, uh, semen in itself has so many nutrients. Let's Google nutrients within semen if you're that skeptical about semen retention and your body can actually utilize it specifically if you're fasting or um if you're not someone who exercises much or um who eats a lot i guess semen retention doesn't do as much but in the physical aspect even all all the way down to the metaphysical aspect uh it takes a lot of blood and energy to even make one drop of semen a lot so hypothetically, if you, you are spilling the seed a lot, can you imagine how much energy you need to, um, to really build that up again and again and again and again and again? And that's really your life force. If, if it can literally, if one little drop can create a, another human baby, can you imagine what it can do if you utilize it within the body? 
And I'm not saying don't have sex, but uh, utilize semen retention. And if you get your breathing mechanics to the point where uh, you can actually orgasm internally and send the semen up the spine, because little do people know the spine is where semen is created. Even women technically create semen. It's really within this, the, the spinal fluid. So, and the spinal fluid is really the same fluid as you can find in your brain in terms of the white matter. It literally goes up the spine during even breath work. That's where you get the psychedelic effects uh, that way too, with efficient breathing. So when you do that, when you hold the semen for longer and longer, it helps build up your life force in terms of law of attraction. Think of it this way. You have more energy to attract whatever you want to attract in your life uh, in that sense, but also more importantly, heal because you're not, you won't utilize that much blood energy in the sense of creating that much, uh, se uh, creating semen that you've lost if you are quote unquote spilling the seed over and over and over again. And, and men who um, do hold the seed when I help them with the breathing mechanics too, you actually last a lot longer in bed as well, by the way, because look at it this way. <laughs> if you're always spilling the seed- We want that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a guys, that's a card. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're always spilling the seed, that opening that release the seminal fluid um, will get you to ejaculate. It, it's always going to be open and open and opening, opening versus if you learn to retain the seed, that specific vein that allows semen to come out will actually get tighter. And it actually will help you too in the long run because you'll know, oh, I'm about to ejaculate. So I'm going to stop here and do some, some breathing in between and really, you know, relax, last longer, and then go again and again. So um, the longer you go on this journey too, you get to go literally as long as you want. And that's a huge hack. And you get to um, eject internally, ejaculate internally and recycle that those nutrients within the body, uh, depending on the style of breathing you're doing. So with women, it's more so the menstrual cycle. Of course, uh, women can ejaculate all they want, but they're not really uh, wasting any life force, so to speak. But it really comes from the menstrual cycle. And I guess uh, the fasting will definitely help. In the long term, you're going to see your menstrual periods reduce, 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 reduce. And that's not a bad thing because in hindsight, we're not really, women aren't really supposed to have their periods. Even in a study in Australia, actually, in uh, Queensland, Queensland, in my opinion, is the fruitarian hub of the world because a lot of fruitarians <laughs> live in Queensland a lot. Although all, all the way to uh, Coconut Boy, if you guys ever heard of Coconut Boy um, in Queensland, he uh, um, he was born. He was, they literally raised him raw. He was literally raised on coconuts, and that sounds so good his, <laughs> yeah, his 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 dad is like sixty years old, still climbing the the coconut tree like a wild man. That's and okay. um, I love that. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did a study on women in Australia, uh, specifically fruitarians, and they found that um, their nutrition, their nutritional aspect of how they get food and stuff like that, was a lot higher than the average human being, and they're a lot healthier. They, in terms of their periods, they barely even had any periods. In, in that point in time. We're so actually glad you said that because it's something that we've sort of been like. I guess experimenting with like in terms of like the last six months like at different levels of like alignment and fasting and um, I guess like just you know going from like a really shitty diet but to like being you know really really strict with like fasting and breath work and spiritual hygiene and stuff and it's insane like the the different levels and I guess like you know we're always told like you know we're meant to you know menstruate and then we sort of got this download that was like hang on a second there's a lot of people saying <laughs> that we're not meant to so yeah it's it's just it's it's quite confusing for people as well so it's like we were like oh what's going on like which way is right like <laughs> so yeah that's so well, wild that you said that and we're like yeah that and shedding light on it so like, I guess like what brought you to that um completely. like knowledge mm. Uh, actually working with a lot of women, uh, helping them reverse certain diseases in the long run. And that's one of the byproducts I've noticed when actually working with them. And beyond all the scientific stuff and what people are saying, actually working with these women 
Men and seeing their humongous transformation and how they're losing their periods and they're healthier than they've ever been. And they've done blood tests. There's lots of women who are like, whoa, I don't know if this is really right, Devon. Let me go do some blood tests. And their readings are literally off the charts and their doctors are so surprised, especially when they, when they start telling your doctors, oh yeah, I don't have my period that much anymore. I'm like, what? This isn't normal, but your readings are normal but way beyond normal but yeah <laughs> so uh uh having feedback like that from actually working with women one-on-one -on -one for this long it's a beautiful thing to just even have confirmation like that and when i tell people on this journey too even if you are menstruating you can put it on your face so it can get reabsorbed into the body so you're not really losing as much nutrients um wow. Yeah, some women actually drink it as well. I was, I, I've, I've, I've that. seen that actually, which I guess brings us to our other, like the UT, like, is that something that you practice and like do full looping for, have you been, how long have you been doing that for? Oh, actually maybe talk about UT because I don't even know if people even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're in, like in, in uncharted territory. In, in other words, uh, urine therapy, uh, that's what UT, that's what we're talking about. Uh, urine therapy is a practice of utilizing your urine for healing practices in general. Um, personally, I don't really do it anymore as often because what urine therapy taught me was literally you're recycling chi over and over and over. And I do that mainly with uh, a specific style of breathing that way. And I, we even saw this in the study that they're doing on me that that's literally what I'm doing in terms of energetic uh, biofeedback, which is the wildest Thing. and then it's blowing everyone's head in the labs too so it's it's a blessing to just have confirmation like that but I use it more topically if anything um I, I used to even my first time I'll, I'll share my first time doing it I just had it sitting in the bottle like 16 ounces sitting in the bottle for a couple of days and it gets stronger over time because it's literally stem cells it's not waste and even the top beauty products of people on here are skeptical the top beauty products contain urea where do you think urea I, we've heard that actually I've like, read that there's like portaloos that like sell sell it back to big pharma and we're like mm -hmm. <laughs> something's going product. on here yeah <laughs> it, well, it, it, that yeah. fucking blew my mind I was like yeah. no fucking way and those products are like 300 bucks yep mm -hmm. yep I Just think for me it was like all over again for me it was like when I guess like because obviously like there's this huge you know, deprogramming thing that you have to like get your head around. But I think that for me, it was like the whole baby swimming in the, you know, what's it like, can you tell us about that? Yeah. When, when babies are in the womb, they're literally swimming in their own urine in terms of the embryonic fluid and they're literally ingesting it, re-ingesting it. And it's going in and out the placenta blood in itself is just technically urine itself because urine is literally blood plasma and it's stem cells that has yet to be utilized uh, that becomes tissue, um, part of an organ, you name it. So we, there's also urine groups, and there was actually a scientist that came into one of them, and she she uh, tested the white sediments on the bottom because everyone's like, that has to be waste, right? And even in the fasting world, they think it's like filtration, and that's all waste on the bottom. Hey, I'm filtering. Little do people know that it's actually um, crystallized white blood cells. That's all it is. It's not even waste whatsoever. It's so just wild. crystallized white blood cells so you can even drink that if you want to uh, some people filter it but uh, even my first time doing it I drank it and I was uh, trying to get off cheese at that point in time this was about wow almost nine years ago but I was trying to get off cheese and well, when I drank it I went straight to the bathroom I drank all 16 ounces of matured orange so wow. I went straight to the bathroom and I flushed out a bunch of parasites oh my god I've I've never seen parasites whatsoever before on this journey at that point in time. And a bunch of parasites came out and that was the point in time where I gave up cheese. That's how powerful urine oh, therapy really is. I love cheese. <laughs> I, I, yeah. cheese I can't even imagine you eating cheese. Like you saying <laughs> eating cheese, I'm like, no, I can't imagine this. Really <laughs> like a decade ago, babes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's insane. So like that's you could actually like actually physically like see them like so they're yep. quite large i saw i saw the worms i saw on um, the mucoid plaque some mucoid plaque came out as well and that that was such a powerful experience 
and that opened my eyes right there yeah so what was your next step from from there so was like UT for you like just a stepping stone for to where you are now yeah for for sure um I went on and off of it and then I fully committed about like five years ago looping it did a bunch of different urine fasts here and there and it helped me to where I'm, I'm now because it it um it, it has a spiritual aspect to it too because again you're literally recycling chi and the other aspect of it too it's the closest thing to distill water and the other factor is no one else has quote-unquote touched it but you yeah. so in terms of energetic aspect of it it's very clean in that sense that's so wild isn't it like I know that like a lot of people are just gonna be like these girls have lost their mind but like it's so like it's like we it was so funny because like we um I don't know like why but like we just started seeing it everywhere like people mm. were like talking about it and like it's just so interesting and it's like obviously it's like a lot to get your head around but like once you sort of do the research you're just like oh wow like this is like a whole new can of worms so like I guess what like you just decided that you had ascended beyond the the looping recently or yeah I, I haven't I haven't really drunk it in about it's been a couple months now yeah I've been I've been utilizing more topically if anything well yeah. that's about it and also enemas are great to utilize it for that too for sure it's yeah. it's the most powerful enema you could possibly do because if you go to hydrocolonics they'll tell you if you do hydrocolonics too much you're flushing out good bacteria but if you're using urine, you're technically using stem cells and that residue stays within your gut and help heal. So that way you're technically not losing anything at that point, but the waste product, you know, that's coming out your colon. In that's that sense. So, so interesting. I love that. Like um, I actually read somewhere that it tastes like coconut water. <laughs> <laughs> well, that depends on how much you're drinking in, in terms of hydration that's a huge factor. If you're dehydrated, it's most likely going to taste like whatever you just ate at that point in time too. <laughs> Curry or something like you, McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> the people that are eating like really badly in McDonald's and junk food, like, would you say not to touch it? Oh, I would say definitely they should because that'll tell them what's happening in their body and probably they'll gain more respect for their body at that point in time. They're like, okay. This is what's happening cool. in my body. And, and who knows? Um, I've heard some pretty wild stories of it really, you know, having a humongous detox effect and helping people get off those types of junk food. So why not? I think, I think they definitely should. <laughs> okay. That's good to know. So like they shouldn't try and like detox first, just go straight in. <laughs> yeah. Pe people, there's lots of people literally on their deathbed and there's actually facilities that facilitate um urine therapy in mexico in costa rica and um in colombia there's only america is like the only place unfortunately that doesn't have these facilities unless um there's uh there's uh the doctor in colorado that's big on it and he's having meetings in the library and stuff like that but not an actual facility but he helps people get on it too so uh hearing stories from those facilities that people are literally with coming from chemo and all different types of chemicals, um, utilizing it literally on their deathbed. So if it's that powerful to help them heal on their deathbed, yeah, you can, you can have the worst diet. It still has all those nutrients and all the, all the cleansing factors part of it. But if you're on medication, I would say only try like a little of it and to help you quote unquote wean off the medication that way too. If you're someone that is trying to get off medication and just use it more topically, if anything, in that aspect. So wild, like literally mind blown right now. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking while you're, you're saying that my partner used to be in the Singaporean army. And when I had found some information about UT, I was kind of like telling him about it. He was like, yeah, that's what they, that's what they told us to do. Like, have we ever got like stuck anywhere? Like no mm. food, no water was to drink our urine I was like wow. wow like you know like obviously to survive it's part of my zombie apocalypse prep to be honest <laughs> <laughs> I'm like okay so if the world is ending this is what we're supposed to do 
it's 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 funny it's funny when this when this whole um you know this whole thing started with the whole pandemic if you want to call it that uh it uh i feel like i made a meme too like people in the holistic world people who are fasting breatharians like we already we prepared for this like people are worried about food shortage and stuff like that it's like we've been preparing for this since like why do you think i can why do you think i can fast for 10 days now i know how to do it It's like I got I actually also have like six months worth of food as well I'm like okay so I can fast for 10 days and I'll have like a little bit of bone broth and then I'll have <laughs> 10 days like <laughs> we're fine yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well, all your information has just been so valuable today honestly so grateful to have you on the show it's been it's been eye-opening <laughs> at, the, at the least. It's been absolutely incredible. But um, thank you so much for your time. Thank Honestly, you so much. So, so grateful. And I'm so excited to start learning your breath work. I'm going to sign up after we log yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants more information, www.alchemybreath.work is the website. And we'll put some just, links below yeah. as well on the YouTube. So, and some swipe Fire. ups. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, we're so, so grateful. I can't wait to like try all the different styles and um, soundtracks. So yeah, thank you so much. And I'm sure um, everyone's going to love it as well. Thank you all for sharing the breath. Thank you. Peace. Thank you. Bye. watching an MGT production.